Vanuatu is this week truly living up to its label as one of the most disaster-prone countries on the planet. Just 24 hours after being battered by tropical cyclone Judy, a Category 4 system at its peak, the country is bracing for yet another system, tropical cyclone Kevin. An intensifying Category 2 storm at the time this program was recorded, which is formed to the northeast of the country. Lydia Lewis reports. Right behind Judy is Kevin. That's two cyclones in two days, lashing the island nation. Fiji Met Service tropical cyclone forecaster Stephen Mackey says Kevin is forecast to intensify to a Category 2. He says damaging gale force winds are expected to be felt from tonight. It could even go further to a Category 3. For now, we are maintaining it as a, as a Category 2. We expect a lot of rain, severe flooding for flood-prone areas, as well as we be expecting around 6 to 8 metres waves and even up to 10 metres. Pentecost, Santo and Malakula have been issued warnings in anticipation of Kevin. Vanuatu's southern islands of Tana and Eromango remain completely cut off. On the main island... Well, well I mean, there's, there's a lot of damage on Efari as well. Prime Minister Ishmael Kalsakal says police and the National Disaster Management Committee have been desperately trying to get connectivity up and running. Power's been off for hours in parts as crews work at breakneck speed to get the grid back in shape. They've been down and they've been problematic the whole day yesterday and even to parts of this morning. The management committee's been meeting full on since yesterday and the police are involved in clearing and making sure that the lines are up and the water supply is back to the houses, but I'll try my best to communicate with the Romango, but it's impossible at the moment. On a positive note, Prime Minister Kalsakal says a medic vessel arrived at Eromango ahead of the storm. There's a surgeon in there with they visiting the islands and they've got uh, people there ready to, to deal with emergency issues. I called all of the businesses with public phone numbers on the southern islands, more than 20 of them. All of the lines were eerily silent. I got through to Greg Watt, a Kiwi who is the manager of Vanuatu Traveller and Tana Adventures. He is currently in Aotearoa and has been working with communities in Tana for the last 15 years with his wife. They've heard nothing from the people and communities they love. Today is going to be the worst day for them. While he waits, he is having flashbacks of Cyclone Pam, which tore up Tana in 2015. When I got there, there was 90% of all the homes were wiped out. 90% of all their crops and food were wiped out. A population on the whole island being close to starvation. And they were essentially scraping out the rotting vegetation out of the ground to feed. I fear that the, uh, a similar situation will arise. Mr Watt hopes lessons were learnt from Pam and the families he holds dear to his heart in the southern islands make it through the wrath of Kevin. Still on the cyclones, I asked Angus Hines from the New Zealand Met Service, Te Ratonga Tirorangi what the chances are of getting two cyclones forming so close to each other, and whether this was the phenomenon called a twin cyclone. 
While we do have uh, two tropical cyclones in the southwest Pacific Basin at the moment, I don't think it's quite what we'd call a twin cyclone. Uh, twin cyclones are when you get uh, mirrored storms on either side of the equator. So you have one in the south, one in the northern hemisphere, and they sort of match each other, but they spin in opposite directions. What we see here is two tropical cyclones, both in the southern hemisphere, that have formed near each other, and they've formed in quick succession. Now, um, the the conditions for a cyclone to form, how, how does that factor into this? Yeah, that's a great question. So cyclones, tropical cyclones, they're not especially common weather systems. There's a lot of things that have to align for a tropical cyclone to form. Uh, that's things like temperature, that's things like the wind flow at different levels of the atmosphere, not just down at surface level, and things like the stability of the atmosphere. Now, when all of those things do line up, it means there's an increased likelihood of tropical cyclone formation. That's what we saw with Judy a few days ago. But all of those weather uh, factors, sometimes they don't just disappear quickly. They stay in alignment for a little while and that means that the atmosphere is primed to form another tropical cyclone, which is actually what we've seen now with Kevin just being named earlier today. The Has this happened before in terms of multiple cyclones existing in the southwest Pacific? Yeah, good question. Uh, it's, it's not super common, but uh, one of my colleagues just ran back through the last several tropical cyclone seasons to check uh, how regularly it does happen where you'll have more than one tropical cyclone in the area at the same time. And it's actually happened several times over the last decade or so. If we look back at the 2022 season in January, we had tropical cyclone Tiffany and Cody both at the same time. Going back the year before that, we even had three cyclones in the Southwest Pacific at the same time in the year 2021 in January. Prior to that, it had been a few years, but every couple of years, it seems like there will be this enhanced period where a couple of cyclones can persist at the same time.